0: Everyone. As the world faces this health crisis, many questions are still up in the air. When will a vaccine be created? How strongly will a city be affected? But perhaps one of the biggest questions is when will people be allowed back to work? After reading an article from the New York Times, I think I will be able to help answer this question. But before we get started, let's go over some key terms. Our first key term is small businesses. Small businesses are companies of a certain size that fall below certain criteria, including the annual turnover, which is the amount of investment that will carry on to the next year, the amount of employees, and the total value of assets. Their criteria for a small business will vary from country to country. Next, we have bottlenecks. Bottlenecks are when a department, facility, machine, or any resource is working at full capacity and so cannot handle any additional demand placed on it bottlenecks then limit the productivity of associated resources. Our third and final key term is unemployment benefits. Unemployment benefits are part of a government program in which stipends are given to people who are unemployed through no fault of their own while they search for a new job. To qualify for unemployment benefits, you must register as unemployed and prove that you are currently looking for a new job. When I was reading the article from the New York Times entitled U.S. is nowhere close to reopening the economy, experts say. There were two main passages that stuck out to me. The first passage stated, Public health experts are beginning to make predictions about when coronavirus infection rates will peak. Economists are calculating when the cost of continuing to shutter restaurants, shopping malls, and other businesses, a move that has already pushed some 10 million Americans into unemployment, with millions more on the way, will outweigh the savings from further efforts to slow the virus, once the infection curve has flattened out. This passage from the article is important to take note of, as it A, provides substantial numbers as to the growing amount of unemployed people in the US, B, shows the reason for that, and C, informs the reader that at a certain point, closing businesses for public safety will actually hurt more than help the general effort to slow the virus. Once the curve of infection has flattened out, Over 10 million Americans will be unemployed because they worked for non-essential businesses that were shut down. These businesses will then have lost money, so they may not be able to hire back all of their old workers. This still then leaves many people without jobs, which will only harm our economy. However, as the paragraph also states, there are public health experts who are working to determine the point in which the harms closing businesses will outweigh the savings and so then work to make sure that as many people can keep or regain their jobs as possible. The other main passage that I found in this article states that while they wait for the infection rate to fall, policymakers will need to provide more support to workers who have lost jobs or hours into businesses teetering on the brink of failure. That can mean trillions more in small business loans, unemployment benefits, and direct payments to individuals, and it could force the government to get creative in deploying money to avoid bottlenecks. This passage also seemed important to me, as it outlines the things that the people in power will need to do in order to make sure that our economy stays afloat. However, this part of the article also states that while the government will need to put out more loans, benefits, and direct payments, it will also need to be careful in how this is done, so that no part of the plan gets overwhelmed and unable to efficiently perform its job. As I read through this article, there was one big question that really came to my mind. As the curve begins to flatten, and or more methods of detection for the coronavirus are made available, what, if any, workers would be allowed back at their jobs? I ended up finding that first, the workers who are most essential to the economy would be, and are, allowed to return to work. This would include hospital workers, grocery store and pharmacy employees, and people in the transportation services, among others. However, as more methods of detection for the virus are made available, it is becoming clear that more workers than just the essential ones should be allowed back to work. For instance, in areas where the risk of infection is low, some workers may be allowed back to their jobs. Some experts have also speculated at letting employees who have contracted the virus, but quickly recovered with few effects, back at their jobs. As always, The question of who is allowed to return to work is up to local, state, or federal government. But as more research into the virus is done, it is clear that as the curve flattens, more people will be allowed to return to work. To conclude, while workers deemed essential by the government will keep working during this crisis, it is safe to assume that as soon as more methods of detection become available and as the infection curve flattens out, more and more workers will be allowed to return to their jobs to help restabilize the economy.